Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. You're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll hear music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. afternoon. Oh, let's go the whole hog and say good evening as well just to cover all bases. Now come Tuesday every male in a relationship that hasn't signed on the dotted line with their significant other will be worried about how their actions towards the one will be construed. Several nights on the sofa at best or at worst worldly goods strewn all over the pavement outside their now former residence. Of course it's Valentine's Day. I smartly the first 14th of February that came up, did the right thing, down on one knee, ringing everything. 30 years later, with no jail time involved on either party, means obviously I knew what I was doing. However, I've still been asked if flowers of the red rose variety will be forthcoming. If you need a nudge in the right direction on what to buy your loved one, may I recommend you pop over to Beluga Records, where firstly, the Dolmans have a brand new 7-inch called Play It, on repeat, available on four different coloured vinyl. And secondly, the Reverberations also have a new slab of wax called Move Along, both out on, you guessed it, the 14th.
be found doing their thing in Moss which is just south of Oslo whilst the Reverberations who sport Dave Burkham formerly of the Cry reside in Portland Oregon if sadly your gifts unexpectedly fall short of perceived expectations you can seek solace and comfort with the Ruts DC and Kill the Pain the latest track to be taken from last year's very excellent pledge album Music Must Destroy that features Jake Burns and Kirk Brandon Music 
Talking of crowdfunded fan finance products, Adam Bomb has just set up a GoFundMe page for the release of his autobiography, 9-11 is Disconnected, so this is rock and roll. Where he takes us through the early awakenings of his rock and roll hunger, several broken guitars, school gigs and chaotic bands as he masters his instrument and starts to become a local guitar hero kid. Out into the world, there are backstage guitar lessons from Eddie Van Halen, sharing a stage with Kiss and encounters with the struggling young rockers who would become Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, Queenstrike, Def Leppard, dot dot dot, the list is endless. Adam's story is packed with experiences good and bad, all laced with large measures of sex, drugs and rock and roll.
that was the Admiral Sir Klaus's shovel and Hawk Line Monster uh, from the Keep It Greasy LP. And before that was Adam Bomb and Rock Sex City from his Grave New World album. Last week, I played a track from CJ Ramone's new album, American Beauty, and said that uh, he and Richie Ramone were playing together down in Argentina and then the days afterwards to watch out for YouTube footage. Well, I think the whole gig, I'm getting broken up into segments, is now up for us to enjoy. I have said something before along the lines of, wouldn't it be great if last remaining influential musicians from the New York scene toured together? CJ, Richie and or Marky Ramon, Waterloo, Cheetah Chrome, just that those songs can be heard by those who made them great in the first instance. Uh, talking to the Ramones, Poison Heart, the band, not the song from the Mondo Bizarro album, along with Bomb the World at the end of last year, released a split EP come album on Monster Race. Four tracks from Poison Heart, five from Bomb the World. There is a cover from each, Main Man, which actually was on Mondo Bizarro, and from Bomb the World, Motorhead. <laughs>
if not a bane or a blight on my gig going calendar. First one of this year is Asimoville and Stiletto Hill, a dream billing, who are up at the Dev on Friday the 7th of April, which is the same day as I'll be at the borderline seeing Bernie Tormey. Then I'll be missing Rachel Stamp on Good Friday, a couple of weeks later at the Underworld, as I'll be a few yards away at the Black Heart for the Hip Priest, Bitch Queen, Scum Dog Millionaire and Flash House gig. Admittedly, both Bernie and the Priest will be playing the Albert in Brighton the following day after their respective London dates. So technically, I could have my cake and eat it, but it's Bernie, one of my all-time favourite guitar players. And as for the Priest tour, only six quid. I was like, Rachel who? Plus no disrespect to the stamps, but... Sometimes it is possible to do two gigs in one day. The Squirrel on Thursday managed to cram in the backyard babies at Circus in Helsinki not before seeing Voltari or Vitri as we've now found that it's pronounced at a venue half an hour train ride away of course it's even worse when a band you really like is added to an already sold out gig like the helicopter supporting the Foo Fighters in Brixton in 1999 or when the headline band in question you're not really planning on going to see like the Biters supporting Blackberry Smoke at the Roundhouse on March the 28th. Nothing against Blackberry Smoke, uh, but I'm not paying 30 quid for a support, even if it is the buyers. Mind you, over the last few days, since I have found out about it, uh, I have been considering it. But a lot's been happening um, at the end of March, gig-wise. Hit Priest at Nambuka, LA Guns, Ghosts, Enough's Enough, with Royal Republic at the Electric Ballroom on the 1st of April. I am not joking. Sadly, biters are unable to headline their own gigs on days off. Here's Restless Heart from Electric Blood. I'm heading out the door, torture, liquor store. I got no money in my pocket, but I want more. The tears world through bloodshot
Julian Cope as much as the next person. Love Reward while a teardrop explodes. Bought St. Julian when it came out, primarily because it had a free limited 12-inch LP interview thing. However, it wasn't until 1991's Peggy Suicide that I fell over myself to get hold of Cope's two previous albums, Skeleton and the Texas-only Julian. Thank goodness for record fairs, as it, I didn't before. The same embarrassing fate as an acquaintance who thought it was only available from the now defunct Texas DIY store and went into one or after it anyway. Mr. Cope has just released a brand new collection of tunes in the shape and form of drunken songs. 40 minutes of Gnostic drunkenness contained in six tales of belligerent alcoholic related drunkenness. I think, like me, you probably detected a theme. Track three, as the beer flows over me, Julian wrote for his own funeral. Let's hope that is many, many, many moons away. I imagine it would be something like Up Hell Salute with sad delight As the beer flows over me Raise your cup above my corpse As the beer flows over me Welcome me now endless night As the beer flows over me From my casket I am smiling the beer flows over me Oh, it logs in spectral ships As the beer flows over me Raise not wine up to your lips Let only beer flow over me Home to Odin, Martin Luther Beyond St. Paul's rank fan Dave Ling interviewed the art steward just before Christmas for the new Classic Rock magazine which arrived on Wednesday and is the first for returning publishers future who are honouring all existing subscribers. Much kudos to them. After I found out about the interview Dave conducted I asked him if he'd read Julian Cope's autobiographies head on and repossessed which to date he hasn't I wholeheartedly recommend them to you not so much his first book of fiction 131 a time travelling mind and head fuck as an aside in head on Julian tells us that uh, when he lived in Streatham he didn't get on with his neighbours so much so that he'd break off old Yale keys in their front door just to fuck them off a couple of years after reading this 
One of Mrs A's work colleagues, then boyfriend, said, when we were out having a drink, that he used to live next door to Julian Cope. Of course, I asked him if he ever came home to find a key broken off in the lock of his front door. Expect him to say, nah, that was neighbours on the other side, or to look at me blankly, like most of Mrs A's friends do. How the fuck did you know about that? Wasn't the response I had planned for. and she's so electric from last year's the black heart of rock and roll staying with classic rock for a moment longer now as you know the last six or seven months of its tenure with team rock publishing i wasn't enjoying the content of it so i opened the pages of the new one with fingers crossed which is kind of tricky the noise you can hear is our cat henrietta going mental anyway fortunately the list of the 100 greats this that and the other has been shelved however the live section still is two gigs constants that are four pages apiece. Hypocritically, I didn't mind this month because the first live review was of The Damned down in Plymouth with interviews with all the band members, not just Captain and Dave, but Stu, Pinch and Monty. Next month, however, I'll probably be back to normal criticising mode. Couldn't bring myself to read Dave's tribute to Rick Parfit, though, as it makes his death you know, even a bit more real. The Godfathers also made it into the pages of the album reviews and one of the welcome back sections. Last week, instead of playing their just-released 7-inch You Don't Love Me, I took something from the brand-new album A Big Bad Beautiful Noise that came out yesterday on Cargo Records in the shape and form of You and Me Against the World and played that instead. Why? I hear you cry. Well, it seemed all I was doing was playing this new single off this new album, so I rebelled. 
This is only so many times I can say. And from such and such album, here is the first single from it, and it's called This, That or the Other. So a week late, from The Godfathers, a big beautiful noise album, here is the first single from it, You Don't Love Me. See? <laughs> Turn you wrong, and I apologize. But somehow, all the truth they got turned into lies. I'm wasting all my days, I'm losing all my time. There's nothing I can do to get you off my mind.
after the godfathers were black heartbreakers and your hearts running wild from their self-titled album i had a really weird dream last saturday uh, i'd landed the role as the 13th doctor and was on breakfast television with the presenters asking me how i got the job having no previous television let alone stage experience i replied that my whole working life had been one acting role blagging my way into positions that i wasn't entitled to i then went on to say how great the damned were pretty much repeating what captain and vanian had said when they were being interviewed at the british library about recording their debut album before throwing in captain's quote that the pistols anarchy in the uk was no more than bad company with old man steptoe singing over the top my tip to replace peter capaldi is tom from the phobics now for those of you who know tom are going yeah i can see that and for those of you who don't tom's other band rubber legs are playing the pelton arms in greenwich next saturday that's the 18th future and non-white lion fever rugby leagues rocking his podcast listeners and on the 28th of april the phobics themselves along with rich rags from the role models will be supporting the anita chalamar band at the hope and anchor for rockaway beaches second anniversary party and if you're in the position of a TARDIS, and if you're in the position of a TARDIS, the Phobics played at the Unicorn yesterday. So I'm going to leave you this week with the sound of the Phobics and split personality. And Tom, who's down the gym listening to yourself whilst working out, is a bit like someone being caught knocking one out of over their own picture. With that image, until next week, take it easy. Um.